My name is Marcel Direct. Welcome to Parent Talks. I serve as pastor of Faith Formation at Gateway Community Church and your host for this podcast series where we will explore the book Habits of the Household by author Justin Whitwell Early. So welcome to our very first podcast. Uh, we're very excited to be here doing this. Um, this is a new initiative for us. And um, it is our prayer that it will be a blessing um, to those that listen, to you that are listening. Um, we pray this will be a blessing as we talk about habits of the household. Um, this is going to be a 10-part series uh, to where we're looking at how we can take and practice our spiritual disciplines into the house to help raise our children, um, regardless of their age, whether that's uh, newborn or even uh, up to young adult age or older. Uh, practical disciplines that we can do. Um, and we are just very excited uh, to launch this, to begin this. And um, we want to encourage you, if you haven't uh, bought the book yet, to go out and buy uh, Habits of the Household. Um, it's a fantastic book, and we want to thank Sheena for introducing us to the book and getting us uh, excited about this. Uh, and you will get to hear more from Sheena as we go on. Um, so we want to encourage you to do that. Check out the website. We have a full website that's available with a bunch of resources uh, available to help you uh, to live in to these practices in the home. And um, yeah, so let's start out by introducing ourselves. We'll start with Sheena on that end. Uh, just let us know who you are and um, what you do, how many kids you have, their names, and sure. we'll go yeah. from there. Um, I'm Sheena Gorder. Um, I'm married to Nathan for 13 years. We've been attending Gateway for um, all those 13 years. We have three children, uh, ages seven, five, and two and a half. So um, they keep me busy. I'm a stay-at-home mom right now, but I have previous experience um, teaching in the Christian school. Wonderful. So my name is Dan. Um, I have also been married to my wife for 13 years. I've been going to Gateway for about eight. Um, have three kids, a son who is eight, a daughter who's nine, and a daughter who is almost 11. All right, and my name is Monica, and I... I'm married to this fabulous man right here. And uh, we've been married for 22 years, and we are the lucky parents of a 19-year-old, and a 17-year-old, and a 13-year-old. So. Excellent. Thank you uh, for that. And just so that you are aware, um, all three of these wonderful people we part of all 10 podcasts. Uh, so you'll get very familiar with their voices and um, kind of hear their train of thought as we go on, as, as one chapter bleeds into the next. Um, as we mentioned earlier, um, we hope that you will buy the book. Uh, because it's a fantastic read, and I think it would be tremendously helpful for you. Uh, but we want to make sure that we do these podcasts so that if you don't get the book, um, it's still going to be a blessing to you, and there'll still be opportunities to learn and to grow just by the conversations that we're going to have. Um, but we will reference the book once in a while, um, so don't be intimidated by that, um, but just enjoy that, uh, and hopefully if you can, um, hear the listen to the podcast with the book if you are going to buy one. I think that will be helpful. Uh, the format that we're going to use is at the end of each chapter, um, there is a main theme um, that it kind of just kind of summarizes the entire chapter. I'm going to read that, um, and then I'm just going to invite our panel here just to discuss it, uh, possibly debate it, uh, share insights about their own home, uh, how they've lived into some of these practices, or maybe wish they did better. Um, so that's kind of going to be the format, and if that works for everybody, uh, we'll begin with chapter one. Uh, chapter one, the house, the way the book works, it starts in the morning and it ends in the evening. Um, and there's 10 different habits 
uh, starting in the morning and ending by putting our kids to bed at night and everything in between. And chapter one focuses on the habit of waking, of waking up. So here's the main idea. And then I'm going to throw it over to you, Sheena, right away. Uh, And then you can kind of spearhead this and kind of get it going. All right. um, And then we'll go from there. So here's the main idea of chapter number one. It says this, and that's on page 48 if you have the book. Waking up is, is a spiritual reality as much as it is a physical one. We cannot be a good parent of children until we are children of God. Spiritual disciplines help us pull back the curtain and see reality as it actually is. The goal is to awaken to the reality of God's love for us and be sent out to parents in that reality. Sheena, what are your thoughts on chapter one? Oh, well, after reading that main idea, I think it's just... Um a whole lot of punch in there where you really hope you're a morning person uh, when you read that because to be, yeah, if that's how we have to start off our day, um, thinking about spiritual reality um, being the first thing on our mind, that's a really big task. I think there are whole books written um, on habits and the hardest chapter is probably with waking up and everyone in the world, regardless if they're Christian or not, think about what those habits are and how everybody has an idea of what they could do better first thing in the morning because it's a fresh start to a day. Um, It's a new chance, right? So I think to think now, not only of my regular habits, like the chapter really focuses on, well, what's the spiritual habits of the morning? Because I think we could go off all about what we would want to do first thing in the morning to be successful, right? Like, Other books will say, if you just make your bed, Mm -hmm. it takes 10 seconds, and then you've already done one thing for the day, check it off the list, then you can feel so much better. But really adding the spiritual element, like the fact that this is the way the book starts off is a big deal. Yeah, and if you're not a morning person, it feels a little bit like, oh, no pressure. (laughs) See, I'm a a morning person, and so it's... uh, and my wife isn't, so it's always kind of a battle in our house because my alarm goes off at 5.30 and I'm ready to take on the world and mm-hmm. let's get things done, and my wife isn't that way. Um, so mornings are always a, kind of a delicate dance at our house, um, yeah, because she needs her time and to, to kind of get, get going in the morning, and I roll out of bed and let's have at her. So that's always, a, it's always a challenge at our house for sure. That's probably our struggle too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm a wake up, get at her, and yeah. you're more... Oh, the longer I can stretch out the morning, the better. (laughs) If I can stay in my pajamas till noon, I'd be happy. But I think what really struck me when I was reading the book, um, I think it's in chapter one where he says, regardless of what you do with your morning, you you are developing a spiritual discipline. So it's Mm -hmm. not just that you have one if you're doing what he says and you don't have one if you're not. It's like you are doing one. You just are you being intentional about it. And so so I had to like that really, I really kind of, as I went further through the chapter and kind of got over the idea of feeling guilty about (laughs) (laughs) about not having many spiritual disciplines in the morning. Um, I, it was, that kind of struck me the most as like, well, I actually do. So which ones am I choosing? Hmm. And that was kind of an eye opener for me. Um, yeah. The other thing that I really liked about this chapter was how he related it to letting the light in. So this idea that when you wake up, it's actually amazing because you've been unconscious. Now you're conscious and your eyes are letting the light in. The windows are letting the light in and actually Jesus is the light. Right. And so that 
that I, I like those kind of analogies and those pictures and I loved that part of it. Um, and what do you do with, what do you do with that spiritually to connect physically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I always find like I'm up at five thirty early in the morning and have my cup of coffee and the mornings is always my peace and quiet. Mm. Um, it's usually just me, maybe one of my kids who's, you know, awake, I'll, they'll come out and join me. But for the most part, it's just me in the morning. Um, and I find that sort of a great time of solitude, kind of start my day with a, with a great cup of coffee. Um, and so, yeah, some of the things that he's talking about, it's, it's always, um, what's the word? I find it very challenging a little bit. Because like you said, you know, um, we all have habits in the morning and we all kind of have our morning rituals and we always, I mean, for me, my mornings always go the same every day. Right. It's always have a shower, have a coffee, kind of sit, read the news, you know, do what I need to do. Um, and so it's always it's um, what's the right word here. Right. So we do have habits. Maybe they're not the spiritual habits he's talking about, but we all do have default, pa- default patterns and habits mm-hmm. that we already do. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a lot of like looking at those and evaluating those and say, OK, what am I actually doing with my morning? And what can I be doing with my morning? And what, what does that sort of look like? Mm-hmm. Right. And okay. then tying it into what Monica was saying is like, how do the habits let the light in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, Dan, you mentioned like uh, reading the news, right? Or mm-hmm. other parents I know, ask Google what, you know, Google, give me my news feed for today. And <laughs> right. And then is that letting the light in in the morning is what he was really looking into and in the author and saying, um, how are you letting the light in and where are you turning to first thing in the morning? And that's where he really puts in um, the spiritual disciplines of praying first thing and uh, reading the Bible. And so just that key um, advice he gave in this chapter of reading scripture before reading your smartphone, yeah. I thought, yeah, like <laughs> if I do consider myself wanting to grow deeper Um, in knowledge of Jesus and closer to him, I would be turning to scripture before turning to my phone. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if it's sitting next to my bed, it is much easier (laughs) to grab that first because, right? So, and it's so easy to justify it too, because if you use it as your alarm clock, then you're like, it's just right there. And I need to know the weather because then I need to know what I'm going to wear. And, you know, did, and your Bible is on your iPhone. (laughs) <laughs> right. So, yeah. That's convenient. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I know I actually felt really convicted by that. That like, why would you? Why would you let the smartphone be the first thing to fill your mind when you wake I up? I mean, it's interesting because he even talks about that. Right. He says, you know, when if you look at the news first, right, and then you sort of start with this spirit of of worry and and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. Right. If you look at social media first right then you start this start your day with this spirit of you know comparing yourself to others and different things right so he says why not start your day with with god instead right like why why would you let those other things in before you let god in kind of idea right and i i I was also very convicted by that because yeah it's easy to sit there and scroll facebook or instagram or whatever right like with a cup of coffee it's great and i enjoy it but then you read this it's like oh hmm yeah yeah I also appreciated, though, that, like, so I started feeling convicted, started feeling <laughs> guilty, and then um, somewhere in there, he, he talks about how 
you know, sometimes it's because he's awake because his kid came and like kicked him in the face or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's not going to be perfect. Like maybe, maybe your morning prayer is like, Oh, help me get out of bed. <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. have to yep. be this big, holy, you know, let's, let's have this formal prayer or kneel beside the bed or like, it's gotta be what works for you. And, and I think reality is part of the habit. Hmm. as opposed yes. to trying Otherwise to build the habit it, and then yeah. reality's over there and the habit's here and you're always frustrated because you can't do it because reality is our kids are always there well and he also yeah. said how good it is for kids to see the habits totally. that you're doing yeah. mm-hmm. right so yeah. i've had it before where um i'm praying i have a chair i sit in to pray and my kids will come in early and i'll tell them well it's not time to get up yet right and they say can i just sit with you while you pray yeah Yes. Yes, yeah, you yeah. may. <laughs> right. And yeah. so, um, yeah. just having them see that, right. And then, um, yeah, seeing the habits, you hope that they can know that it's important to you and then maybe start to pick up on skills, um, themselves. Yeah, exactly. So would you say that habit number one, then waking up is more about you as a parent than it is about the habit for the kids? Or is it like what you say? It's important that you have it so that it could be modeled for your kids, like the chicken or the egg here. Right. Right. I would say it's both. Right. I think. Yeah. I think. I mean. I mean. You kind of alluded to it, right? Like starting your day off on the right foot is important. Um, right. It it kind of sets the tone for for the rest of your day. Right. So I think it is important to for that. Um, and it, but it also is important to model that for your kids. Right. Like um, I can't remember the guy who sings the song, but I'm watching you, Dad. Mm-hmm. Right. And the song about the kid who's, you know, do, re, re, repeating everything his dad says and is wanting to be just like his dad. Right. Like that's. Yeah. So if you can model those things for your kids, like they're they're going to pick up on it. Yeah. Right. I so since reading that chapter, I, I've been like, OK, I, I can do this. I can I can sit in the chair and, and start my morning. And a couple of times when the kids will get up, they'll be like, like I get a second look, right? Because they're not used to seeing me sitting in that chair in the morning and, sure. you know, I'll have my Bible open or, or I'll be praying or whatever. And, and it's, I'm not saying to them, okay, guys, we're going to do this. We're all going to have our morning starting this way and you can't be on your phones in the morning. It's just, I'm just quietly doing it. I think it's, I think it's important for me, but I think it's a both end hmm. because I think they do see it and hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think it's also never too late to start Mm because I mean I think I tried to do this when the kids were little and I've gone through ups and downs and phases and I kind of feel like well so my kids are older so they see mom trying again that in itself is that in itself is a lesson exactly trying again right and and there are so many different seasons of parenting totally um where like I started praying more fervently when my kids were sleeping through the night yeah. And yeah. I can get up <laughs> I can get up earlier in the morning yeah. and start a morning um have it and only after then because then I mm. I could wake up. Exactly. Right. And so yeah. there are yeah, your ups yeah. and downs and different times where some habits are gonna be stronger than others. And this book talks a lot about giving grace to yourself. Oh yeah. Um because God gives grace and that's evident yeah. um throughout yeah. Yeah. I find he's so realistic with yes. how life is chaotic and life with kids is not perfect and predictable. And, mm. and I think, think it's at the end of every chapter, he says, there's that line, right? About, we always need the reminder of grace. God's love inspires our action, but our action does not inspire God's love. 
our family habits will not change God's love for us, but God's love for us should change our family habits. But it's about giving yourself the grace to do baby yes. steps mm-hmm. and yes, do what exactly. you can and when you can. So, so can mm-hmm. I ask all of you to kind of speak a little bit more into that, right? Because I think often what happens when we do a podcast or when you get a book, everybody thinks we're going to just hear the ideal and everybody feels we have to live up to the book, mm. right? But I think he does talk a lot about grace and that we're going to mess up as parents. And, you know, all of you have different stages of, of kids, right? Mm-hmm. How do you live that out? Realizing this is the practice, this is the discipline we need to work to, but we are going to mess up. Talk about that a minute. What does that look mm-hmm. like? How does that work in your household? Uh, I know we've touched on it briefly, but I just want to dive into that because I think people are going to be like, okay, this is, this is an idealistic world. We don't live there. What is the reality in the actual homes? Can you speak into that? Yeah, I think, like, yeah, I mean, like we've talked about, right? I think it's about having grace, understanding that it's not going to be perfect, right? Your kids are going to, as much as you love them, sometimes they're going to get in the way, right? Um, You know, I think he talks about, yeah, getting woken up by kids or getting, you know, he's he kneels and prays in the morning, right? Getting that interrupted by kids, right? So I think there is that reality. Life is messy. It's not perfect, right? Um, But I think the, the whole thing is to try, right? I mean, he gives a whole range of things that you can do in the morning, right? I mean, nobody can do all those things in the morning. You'd be there till the afternoon, (laughs) right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't doesn't work like that, right? So I think, I think there's a lot of things you can take and just pick one and try it, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, And see how it goes, right? Maybe that's not the one, maybe that's not the thing for you that doesn't fit, you you know, what's going on in your house, but then pick a different one, try it, see what happens, right? See what sticks. Um, I know, like, I can't remember what the thing is, but it takes about 30 days to make a habit, but it only takes one, unfortunately, to break it, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I mean, there's, I can't count the number of times, you know, where I've, you know, I'm going to, you know, read the Bible in a year kind of thing. And then you get to Leviticus and you go, oh, this is a waste <laughs> yeah. of, this sucks, yeah. right? Um, you know, so I think a lot of these are sort of like that, right? Like try it, you yeah. know, you know, hopefully it sticks. And if that doesn't, then try the next one, right? But, but do something different. Right. Like you can't, you're not going to make a change if you don't do something different and try something different and give it a shot. Yeah. And somewhere in here too, he says, we don't do these habits because we're so good at doing them. Mm -hmm. We do the habits because we so desperately need them in our lives. And so it is going to be work, but it doesn't have to be perfect. And it, and it doesn't have to be something that's causing more stress and chaos in your life. It's supposed to be something you enjoy. So you have to pick something that works for you, right? I, yeah, 100% agree with that. You have to pick something that works for you and something that you, if you think about what you value in your family, that's, that's what you want to do with your kids. So it'll be easier to make that habit and talk to other people and ask what they do to get ideas. I know, um, I've had a brother who's read this book. My sister-in-law has read the book. And I recommended it to another friend and just asked, oh, which, you know, what do you do for your waking habits now? And what did you discuss with your spouse on what you want to try now? And all three of them, four of them had different ideas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so neat about it is that you can all read the same ideas, but still come up with your own. Mm -hmm. And that's really neat. You know, when a friend prays with her kids while waiting at the bus stop Hmm. and it's just while they're waiting, they're there 
in the morning and they pray together there because it's always a spot that they're there. But now it's become important to them to do it there. So other people pray on their way to school um, with their family. Um, My brother, he prays. He he doesn't, it's not a prayer, but he says it to his daughter um, when he sees her. So we see our children every morning. Mm -hmm. And what's the first thing you say to them? Usually it's good morning, or then maybe you're busy doing something. But he um, has worded it out where he says, Anna, child of God, daughter of mine, welcome to the day. It's so good to see you. I love you. How did you sleep? To, how did you sleep last night? Yeah. And he, like he says it every morning and she's three, but will know and be reminded of the identity. And that was just to have it. He started um, inspired by this book, which I thought was really That's neat. Really cool. <laughs> and yeah, like she'll remember that. And that was important to him. Mm-hmm. And so just continuing on with, well, what works for you and thinking about things you already do. Yeah. But then what do you want to remind your children of? How are you doing that? Right. So in the book, it also talked about like that going out prayer. Yeah. That was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read that and I, so sometimes when I'm reading these chapters, I have regret because I feel like our kids are, our kids are like moving out. Like they're at that mm-hmm. age, except for our youngest. And I feel like, is it kind of late to start those things? Would they look at us like we grew a third head if we started saying <laughs> right. this little blessing at yes. the doorway? Yeah. Um, but I thought it was really cool. So I think anyone with younger kids, like read the book, start these little things because I think it's true. You start it and it becomes a habit and then your kids start recognizing it and it becomes a part of their fabric, right? Yeah, I think he even talks about too how now if he doesn't do certain things, his kids remind him. Yes, Mm -hmm. right. yeah. I think that's kind of cool too, right? That it's such a habit, like that they've seen it so much now that they, you know, say, hey, you forgot to do this or hey, you know, you missed this word in your your greeting, whatever, right? Like I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like what you said too about how there are things you're doing already. So just build it onto that. Like if, if you if you're doing these things every morning anyway, then maybe that's the time to just do a 30 second prayer because yes. that habit will remind you to do the new habit. Yes. So yeah, it's just a matter of picking a few and not it's not an all or nothing thing. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we're gonna come to the close of our first podcast. So. I want you to give you just a couple moments just to share a closing closing thought um, in regards to waking up. Maybe it's something that you've done and that you've ex- tried since reading the book, something that you feel has worked out well, or a word of encouragement um, to those that are listening or watching. Um, and I think that's just a very positive way for us to end um, our first podcast. So we'll start with you, Monica. Um, a word of encouragement, a thought, uh, a practice that you think has worked well, or... Well, I, I actually have started uh, since reading the book, um, and, and it's just, uh, it's just I felt really convicted by that. Read the Bible before you read your smartphone. And so I've tried to do that um, for the most part and just make myself a cup of coffee, open the Bible, and I'm, I'm just following a reading plan that's in the Bible. And some days I don't do it, and some days it gets interrupted, and it's it's not perfect, but it it's actually been something so it's i've been doing it since the day you left for israel so Mm -hmm. whenever that was that was about a month ago um and it's now to the point where i can't wait to get back up to that Mm -hmm. chair with my cup of coffee and and i think 
that 30 days thing mm -hmm. is what you were saying. And I think just try something like don't put too much pressure on yourself, but just try something, attach something like coffee to it yes. <laughs> and <laughs> make it enjoyable happens. and just try it. And you might be surprised at how much you like it. Yeah. I think for me, I, I don't know if it's from this book or somewhere else, but it's the idea that something's not going to be important to you until you make it important. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, just sort of that, right, starting your day sort of with that in mind, right? Like, what's important to you? What's the thing that you want to start your day with? Um, and then along with that, I guess, is the idea that um, nobody's perfect, right? There's going to be something that happens, and you're going to not do it today. Um, and that's okay. Do it tomorrow, right? Like, there, there nobody's, um, nobody's perfect. Nobody's looking for perfection, right? It's just, you know, try, try. And if you don't succeed, try it again, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, we've all, you know, try, try, and try again, right? Like, that's kind of the, the whole thing, right, is make, yeah, just try and see what happens. Yes. Yeah, well said. I feel like uh, last year I spent a lot of time focusing on my morning routine, and I'm quite happy with um, what I've been able to make work for myself. So uh, from this chapter, what I am hoping to implement soon because I haven't started quite yet so <laughs> this is good to just try Dan is encouraging me to just try it is mm. just that that rush out the door um, mm -hmm. was convicting to me because how many times have I just been yelling at my kids to get their shoes on <laughs> and get out the door we got to go we got to go and just that rush 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 is not a way for the kids to start their morning either so if I have just spent an hour by myself and quiet and calm, I want to try and find, like, how do I keep that while they're awake mm -hmm. <laughs> and trying to leave somewhere, right? Yeah. Uh, not be so rushed. So how can we do that? And his suggestion of doing that prayer together in the entryway before, you know, before someone leaves for work, before someone leaves for school, before someone leaves for whatever, how do you have that moment and then you're ready to go? But just remembering to stop and um, be still before you all go out for the day, I think is something I want to try for our family. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Sheena, Dan, Monica, thank you uh, for just sharing openly about the first habit of waking up in the morning and what that looks like in your home. So thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast for ways to develop habits in our home that will allow our children to experience Jesus. This is a 10-week study with new episodes coming out every Monday. For further study, we have many additional resources on our website for you as parents as well as for your children. Also a place for you to send in your prayer requests. The 412 ministry team would be honored to pray for you and your family. For these resources and more, go to gatewaycoc.org backslash parenthoods. Thank you to Monica, Dan, and Sheena for your insights and to our producer, Jaden Timmons.